Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to the Two Average Brown Rose Podcast. I'm your host, Brashank. And I'm your host, Andreas. And today is January 24th, 2022. Andreas, what's happening, man? Yo, what's up? We're almost done January. Can you believe that? It's mind-blowing. Like, And, you know, with that, we're almost at the one-year mark of our podcast being started. It's crazy how fast time has gone. I know. I I really cannot believe it at times. It just feels like yesterday. Cue yesterday music. <laughs> <laughs> That's what the TV shows, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. But yeah, no, it's been good over here. Uh, kind of cold, like like you know, from being from Saskatchewan now. Um, uh, yeah, it got cold over here on the east coast. Um, I think there was a snowstorm also. So it's it's been a week, a week of decisions also uh, at the university. So trying to process all of that. How would you appreciate what's what's happening? What's up? Uh, cold is the best way to describe it. Uh, January has been very, very cold. Um, I haven't been out too, too many days because of the cold. Like, you know, that one day I went for a walk. I literally went for like 30, 35 minutes. Yeah, and I wore a toque or like a beanie for most people that don't know what a toque is. Um, so even with the toque and you know bundle up pretty nice, a little bit of my hair was on the sides and my hair froze. Like it wasn't even wet or anything, but literally my hair froze and turned white. It was like it seemed like I was like eighty years old, but <laughs> it's been I don't know, you know. So it is really cold out here right now, but hopefully. It'll turn warmer for February, but we'll see because winter is still far from over. I know. I know. Maybe they reflect your hair was your inner reflection. <laughs> maybe. Maybe that's what it was. <laughs> yeah. Andreas, what did you learn this week, man? Uh, what did I learn? There's two things I learned. The first one, um, I've been up playing Wordle. So it is a thing. <laughs> I'm so glad... That you brought that up because I I've been seeing all that that everywhere. Can you explain that to like me and our viewers who don't know what that is? Sure. So Wordle, uh, it is on a website. Uh, so basically, what you do is you have six opportunities to guess a word of the day, and it's always a five-letter word. So what it does every single time you try a word, it will tell you which letters do not belong on the word, which letters you got correct, but on the wrong spot, and then which letter you got correct on the right spot. So you only have six tries to do it. So that seems pretty hard. Is it pretty hard then, or is it pretty easy? Like, how have you been doing? Um, it's been all right. It's not bad. I think, like, the first, like, I want to say the first two tries are, like, the ones that you're mainly, like, kind of like a little bit doing blindly because like you're just trying things out but because some letters get canceled out and everything it's really starts narrowing down so it's also like a little bit of strategy of which words you put in there so that you get the uh you can get the most kind of like oh these letters are in here or these letters are in there so you start like kind of like rasping your mind around uh what kind what type of word could be the word of the day that's really interesting. So how long have you been doing it then? I've been doing it for almost a week and it's been good. Not too bad. Um, yeah, it's just like, at first it's just like vocabulary, but then it's just like more strategy into it. So it's just getting a hang of it. So 
Yeah. So that's my first thing. And then the second thing I learned was about Theranos and Elizabeth Holmes and all the drama about that. Oh, what happened there? So Theranos was this project from Elizabeth Holmes. She had this grand vision idea that she could do Ron blood tests uh, with just a very minimal sample. So just like from the prick of a finger, uh, you could get hundreds of tests done. Uh, so she was trying to figure out the technology for it. Um, but of course, as we all know, uh, blood tests right now at the moment, they require a lot of like it, like you require blood vials in order to get like blood tests done. Uh, so she was trying to like make it accessible for everyone. Uh, Stanford dropout. So, you know, she was trying to emulate the big from Silicon Valley that were also uh, college dropouts. But the difference is like, they did it because like when it comes to programming computer science and there's so much that still needs to be tested so like you know if you have like the mind and then a little bit of a knowledge of it you can get like you can cre like create something but it's not the same when it comes to healthcare uh medical research takes a lot of time so uh, at the end of the day ended up being a big old scam big old fraud and she defrauded a lot of people i think they were estimating like a lot of millions, if not billions of dollars uh, worth of, of fraud. And now she, uh, she was found guilty uh, for defrauding people. So now I think they're just waiting on their sentencing or something like that. But yeah, people defrauding people. That's insane. I mean, I need to look in. I know, I think I saw a little bit of thing on Twitter, but I didn't really go into it because it didn't sound familiar, but I'm going to go into it a little bit more. Yeah, and the thing is, like, she, like she got so much praise out of it, uh, and like for me, when I look at the documentaries and everything, it's just like, mm, was there no one like kind of like was it like okay, uh, you know when people say like it's too good to be true, it's because it's too good to be true. Mm -hmm. Um, like I don't know, like if like the idea was there, but like you know, once you're so many years into development, someone needs to pick up. So there's also not entire thing about toxic work environment and a culture of fear and all of that. But it was like a huge drama, like a lot, like, yeah, there's so many red flags that kind of be like, someone should have said something also at the very, when, when it was not working, but yeah. How about you, Roshang? What did you learn this week? Well, one thing before I go into that, I literally Googled Wordle right now. And surprisingly, I got today's word, which was pretty cool. I got in four tries. Nice. It was pretty... Do not say it. Yes, I, I, <laughs> I read that. It said, do not tell anyone, because obviously people want to do it you know, for themselves. But it's pretty interesting, because even like the first guess I had, I had one right. Yeah. And then on the second one, I got three. And then three plus like a fourth one. And then the last one, I got all right. So See, pretty, there you go. It's pretty cool. <laughs> But yeah, so for me, what I learned this week was about board games. So similar to your Wordle, um, I have, was playing Trivial Pursuit on the Xbox the other day. So obviously not an actual board game, but a you know virtual board game, I guess. Um, mm -hmm. So it was a lot of fun. I enjoyed it because like with general knowledge and trivia knowledge, I'm pretty good at it. Because like growing up, I like you know I go on Wikipedia all the time. Um, especially my brother, like he's really good at general knowledge. But the first game we played, it was with my cousins. Um, I ended up winning the first game. So I was like, okay, okay, I got this. But then the second game, I kind of 
fell flat and ended up being fourth. So oh, um, no. it was a lot. It was a lot of fun. Um, with the Trivial Pursuit, I think maybe it's. I haven't played the board game in a lot, like the actual board game in a long time. But mm-hmm. on the Xbox version, there's one when you play with you know, one controller. It's a little bit harder because there's this one mode where if you're last, you get to go first and you get pretty much the most amount of points if you get it correct, guess it correctly, which yeah. I thought was kind of a weird thing. I mean, it allows like, you know, fourth and third place to come a little bit or like the lesser places to get higher. But I think, I don't know, I just didn't like that game mode, I guess. But then I went into a little bit more in board games and, you know, some of my fav- favorite board games is like Monopoly and Catan. And then I was looking at it, you know, when Catan and Monopoly was invented, and so Catan was actually first published in 1995 in Germany. So it's a German game. Yeah, um, I think it's pretty big in uh, Canada. I think you know, um, I know a lot of people know it, but in the U.S., not many people know about Catan because I think they have a similar game, but it's slightly called something else. But um, I think it's getting bigger and bigger. Um, but I know in Canada, a lot of people do play it. Uh, but there is also like you know lots of big like with anything it gets really competitive and there's also like a u.s national championship so you know obviously people do know about it and there's also a world championship that so early 2000s the location you know happened in germany but then over time i think they put in different places um 2021 it actually happened in malta um so pretty cool Uh, they postponed it um but I think the event is still planned to take place, so pretty cool. But then Monopoly, on the other hand, so Monopoly was actually the first, I guess, um, history can be traced back to 1903, apparently. Um, born and bred in America, it looks like. So it was, it was pretty cool. If you go on the Monopoly website, uh, Monopoly Wikipedia page, mm-hmm. I know Wikipedia, but Wikipedia, honestly... We can go a whole rant on Wikipedia, but I do love Wikipedia. Well, it looks pretty cool because, like, it's a f- drawing from 1904. Uh, this person, um, inventor Lizzie, I think her name is Lizzie Ma- Maggie. Yeah. She patented this in 1904, so it's pretty cool because not much has changed. Obviously, it's got fancier, you know, since back in the day, but it looks pretty. Um, reminiscent of what today's game is so pretty cool mm-hmm. so yeah i went on a little bit of a rabbit hole down the board game rabbit hole but you know i think that's a whole new t- topic that we haven't even touched upon because i know we both love board games so we'll definitely have to talk, talk about board games in the future andreas we wish i would do board anyway for this week like i mentioned at the beginning of the episode it's been brutally cold I don't want to say very, very, very cold because sometimes in Saskatchewan, you know, it got to minus 40, minus 50, which I don't think either of us have seen yet so far. But we have both seen some pretty damn cold temperatures and winter warnings in, out here in the east. We've had had, especially snowstorms. That's like one of the things like, you know, like it snows in Saskatchewan, but it's like, I think... Just a couple of times, there's like a snowstorm warning, but usually it doesn't hit that much in the cities. And, you know, over here at the east, it's just like it, there's been days or weeks that it's just constant snowing. 
Absolutely, and th- that's the biggest thing I've noticed is because, like, you know, back home we had a pretty big driveway, and like the snow would accumulate once you like shovel it. But here, my driveway is so small, yet the snow that's accumulated on you know once I've shoveled it is pretty much like almost half of my height or like three quarters of my height. So it's pretty insane how much it snows out in the east. Yeah, it's like yeah, it's crazy. But yeah, so with in, as we're in the middle of you know winter, I want to talk about what are some winter activities or things that you like doing or you know that we hear from other people because winter, if you're not a cold person or you know if it's way too cold to go outside, you need things to do, right? You need activities for your social health, for your uh, mental health, for your physical health, even. So I think this would be a great time to you know bounce some ideas off of each other and see what else we can develop, um, you know, good habits for the winters. Let's do it. Let's talk about winter activities. Exactly. So, I mean, first to preface everything, I'm not a winter person. Um, I really don't like winter too much. I do like the snow or sometimes, you know, when the trees are frosted all white and it looks really cool. Like, I think taking photos of that or it's really cool. But other than that, I really don't do much winter activities for the most part. I... I'm happy with being inside in the winter, but obviously there's lots of activities. Andreas, are you a winter person? I am a winter person. I don't know. There's just like something I like. I try to do something every like each season, but I do like winter. I like I like colder water. Like I know it's controversial coming from someone that it is from Mexico, from the tropics. Uh, but yeah, I do like cold weather. Um, I mean, there's a limit to when i like cold weather but so far it's been okay over here uh in the easter in the eastern part of canada um so yeah i try to do my best to enjoy enjoy the winter season so what do you do in the winter since you know you're the winter person up up between us two i'm gonna defer (laughs) to you for the most part so what do you like doing the winter for the most part well the thing is like uh, for winter you can do indoor or outdoor activities um so you know, when it's, like, pretty cold, like, we, like, you said, like, just stay home, cozy up with, like, your blankie, and then just watch TV shows or movies, uh, and a hot cocoa, or, um, you know, your beverage of preference, uh, so indoor activities, there's, like, little things like that, but outdoors is just, uh, I don't know, I really, it depends, like, right now, over here in the city, uh, just going for walks around, um, it is fun. Um, uh, something that uh, we've been doing a little bit over here in Montreal is going um, uh, tambooging, <laughs> or I don't know if I'm pronouncing it right, but basically, you know, you just go down the hill on the sleds, uh, right. which has been a lot of fun. <laughs> no, I'm going to lie. I feel like a kid, uh, but it is like, there's like different parks on the city that are like they put everything together in order to make some uh, some six like slides for that. And like you see everyone, you see from kids all the way to adults doing it. So everyone's enjoying it. Um, something else that's fun is tubing, especially like if you have a big group of friends and you just want to go crazy, uh, you can go tubing and like with this like big inflatable, kind of like, you know, like on the water parks, there's like the big inflatable donuts. But instead of using them in a water park, you'd use them to slide down the mountain. Um, mm-hmm. 
what else? Like in the city, uh, cross-country skiing, that's something that I'm trying to get into, um, especially like having Mont Royal over here. Um, yeah, you can just cross, cross-country ski around it. And then, of course, you have like, down, like downhill skiing, snowboarding, snowshoeing is also like a big thing. Uh, musking it's also a lot of fun so there's plenty of activities that you have to do like you can do outdoors uh the thing is like you know it, like with those things I would say the main thing is like being comfortable being cold um if you're not comfortable being cold like even though like you're doing the activity and you're warming up uh if you're not comfortable being cold at times then yeah like I can see how winter activities are not your thing yeah that's actually you know I think the more I think about it, I, I think it's just because the winter just makes me so lazy. I just like the big, the biggest thing I have is when you go out, you literally have to bundle up in so many layers. And like for me, I'm a summer person because you don't have to wear as many clothes. You know, I just like wearing free flowing clothes. But in winter, it's so restricting, especially to go outside. You, you literally have to bundle up. And especially some of the winters that we've both faced, it's yeah. really cold, right? So not just you know, your normal clothes, but you have to wear thermal layers or your outer, like, jacket layers, your big mitts, toques, like, you know, big, thick woolen socks. It, like, it just gets in the way of doing stuff. But, like, absolutely, there's actually so many things to do in the winter. Like, some of the things that I have enjoyed in the winter is, like you mentioned, skiing. Um, I've gone skiing a couple times in the winter, and it's really fun. It, it is hard if you have never skied before, but obviously the bunny hill is always there. Um, or even cross-cutting skiing, like you asked, uh, like you mentioned, like a r- great way to get into skiing because it teaches you the fundamentals of skiing, you know. Um, but also, do wear a helmet, please, because skiing is dangerous. <laughs> it is, it is, especially like especially if you're doing downhill. Downhill, yeah. uh, it definitely, it's definitely dangerous, and you can get hurt. Yeah, there's a French actor who just passed away from a skiing accident. So definitely, you know, wear your helmets, be safe, and don't. You don't have to act like you know what you're doing if you've never skied before. You know, we're all beginners at different things. We all start different places, so just ask. And then another thing I really do enjoy, um, like you mentioned, uh, sledding and just being outside in the snow when the weather's not super super cold, like. I think with winter, I do love the snow. It's just the extreme colds I don't like, and I think that's a lot of us. But other than that, like, I think just even, like, it's a little bit harder, obviously, with restrictions, you know, COVID restrictions. But even going somewhere, like a coffee house or, you know, uh, even the mall just to go shopping and stuff in the winter, I enjoy a little bit more because, you know, obviously more sales and stuff in the winter time because more of the holidays and stuff. But yeah, I think like for me, winter is definitely tough because I'm not big into going to the gym. Um, I've tried. I've gone to the gym in the past, but I just get so demotivated at the gym. I don't know why that is. I think that's just like a me issue. But Mm -hmm. besides the gym, you know, I really struggle to find things to do in the winter. Yeah, you just like, like, yeah, you just get lazy. But I think it's. Yeah, just honestly bundling up and just getting out there. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's just like willing to explore different activities. Of course, like, you know, snowboarding and skiing, um, not the cheapest option, but, you know, like snowshoeing, like there's like different places to go snowshoeing in the cities. So 
that's something that has been great and I think with all of that is just like getting into the habit of like of a like of that it's gonna be cold and like you said like there's a limit so like of course like if it's minus 30 and you're not a winter person of course not go outside in snowshoe but you know um, another nice thing like I think you should try Brishang because you're in Ottawa is just going skating at the Redux now I think that's something very fun to do yeah that's actually on my list um so the other day we went to my cousin's house and like one of my cousins he had an extra pair of skates that my brother actually um you are is gonna use because it's too strong for him so i think i need to go find some skates whether on facebook marketplace or kgg because obviously you know you don't need to buy brand new skates if you're only gonna do it like two three times a week um so definitely that's on my list um to find some skates that i can fit into because I definitely do want to try the canal, but hopefully it's not like minus 30 in February. So that's my goal in February. Because then um, that's also when Agrima is coming to Ottawa to experience her first winter here. So I think that'll be a really good activity for us to do. Yeah, super cute. Just skating down uh, the canal. And that's the thing is just looking at like what's available. So like, for example, in Montreal, uh, you know, there's many places that you can go cross-country skiing many of like the parks they come like they adapt and like they have ice rinks so you know there's like a nice rink up uh by beaver lake uh in mont royal where you can skate but at the same time you can have do some tubing or some tobogganing um snowshoeing there's rentals uh then i think there's also another skating rink close to uh close to the Olympic stadium over here. So that, like, it's cool. Like you go skating and you have the, like, you're looking at the Olympic stadium or sounds like a good idea, but it's a terrible one. It's skating in the old port. Uh, I know it sounds very cute. You have the Ferris wheel and like just by the St. Lawrence river, but because you're by the, by the river, it is terrible because it's just like, it's way colder than it actually like that it is in other places in the city because of humidity. <laughs> So it sounds cute, terrible idea. Uh, so yeah, there's plenty of parks around the city that have that. And then there's many places that are like 20, 30 minutes drive where you can, uh, that you can go ski. Uh, so that's like something. So you just like try to find what you're doing because I remember in Saskatchewan, one of the biggest thing is like, there's not much to do during the winter. Um, it started to have a little bit more when, um, when was it? Oh, by the Bassboro, like they open up the, uh, the the skating rink, but either that or snowshoeing down like the river trail. That was all you could really do during winter. So like that's why, uh, uh, like for me, I would escape to the mountains <laughs> for winter. And of course, you know, if you can treat yourself, that's the other thing. If you can treat yourself to like a cabin or a nice cottage or chalet over here in Montreal, it's even more magical of like a winter experience. Yep, exactly. And I think for me, the biggest thing of the reason I don't like winter is most of the times before COVID, um, you know, for winters, I would usually go somewhere else to, in the winter time. Like I wouldn't stay in Saskatchewan. So I think that's why I really don't know things to do in the winter because once I started, you know, making money, once I started working, um winters you're not usually spend abroad whether it was down somewhere warmer or even if it's someplace 
um, where the winter is still there, but not as cold or the snow's not there, you know, such as the states um, in some parts of the states, obviously. So I think that's why I'm like, and this is even, I mean, this winter I went to the states in December, but I mean, you, you can't stay there forever, right? So when I got back, it was a shock because it's so cold. And I'm like, wait, I need things to do. And especially moving to a new place. You don't know where things are. Like, you know, when I was living in Regina, I could be like, hey, let me drive to this place. Let me go to Musha one day. Let me go to Saskatoon one day. Oh, let me go skiing at um, Mission Ridge or whatever, right? Mm -hmm. Or even driving to Bath, it's like having, um, you know, friends that were down to do anything, at, you know, spontaneously. It's like, okay, let's go to Bath next weekend. Okay, let's do it. But here it's kind of harder because obviously it's still harder um, to do that because I'm still not fully of work know where things are but absolutely i think like like everything you know especially these days everything can be solved by googling stuff so i literally go on google and say hey things to do around ottawa in the winter or things to do in ontario in the winter and so obviously there's so many things but one of the biggest things that's you know really hampering it is obviously covid and covid restrictions but i think with february i think the restrictions are going to be slightly loosened so hopefully we can get out and do more things that's right. Um, and that's the thing. Like right now, it's like a different kind of vibe to the winter. But winter, like I said, can be fun. If you have like some friends, honestly, organize snowball fights. Those can be fun. Um, you know, building a snowman, snow angels. I don't know. For me, winter is just like, uh, it can be happy. It, like you have to put a lot more time into like for it to be like a nice time compared to like you know the other seasons that you can just do whatever and it's fine winter you do need a little bit more planning but i like that i like that part of winter and you know it's kind of like a nice challenge is like being outside in the cold while enjoying yourself uh so yeah uh for me like one of my greatest uh adventures that i've had during winter was like when i uh, it was mushing so it's like dog sledding uh so i was able to do that over in the yukon that one winter that i went up there and it was a lot of fun highly recommended do you know if you can do that in like ontario or quebec or do you have to go like someplace special for that uh i think i haven't like i haven't lurked into it but maybe like i i wouldn't be i wouldn't doubt that there's like some places in which uh in which you can can do that like they just it has to be a very open uh, and very open space that's like the only thing like with mushing because like the dogs really need to get going and running right uh so it really depends it has to be like of course it won't be in the city it will be outside the city but i'm pretty sure there's probably places uh in ontario or quebec that you can do uh you can do some mushing um you know like whenever like you have like the big uh, snowmobiles and things like that as long as you have like that big of a like you know snowmobiles go crazy in the forest and things like that so as long as you have that much space uh, you're able to do mushing of course it's more beautiful when the mushing goes down the river that is frozen but with that like from what i remember learning is like they constantly are checking the river to make sure that it has a it has the thickness uh in order to support everything uh, uh so that no one goes into the frozen river but mushing quite a lot of fun um and you know the other important like the other cool thing about like you can do in the winter it is a 
like hot thermal baths. Those are dope. Like in your house or a spa or like in a spa or like in uh, the springs. Have you ever like you've been to Bamberg? Have you done yes. the springs in Bam? I actually have. Yeah, I've gone in the winter a couple times, and it is really nice. Um, when you first said baths, I thought you meant in your house, which is pretty nice too. Obviously, um, that's <laughs> nice, yes. but like no, absolutely, the hot springs. I would recommend that. I did enjoy that because it's really cool. Um, cool because. You know, outside it's like minus 20, minus 30, even minus 40, and they'll have it's still running. You'll be in the, you know, warm, warm water. It's really cool because it gets really like um, all the fog and stuff. It's all around. But as soon as you get out, it's super cold. So you got to jump right back in. Oh, yeah. Well, it's just a lot. It's like just like so, con- like such a contrast because, like, you know, like you'll have like all the water up like your shoulders and things like that. But you don't, like, I don't know if you ever see, but, like, I don't, like, I will submerge myself and then come out, but I would not feel cold, like, in my hair, like, even though the wind is blowing, because, like, the rest of my body is warm. I don't know. I really, really enjoy it, especially, like, if they're out in nature. So, hot springs are always a big thing. And I know probably, like, I don't know in Ottawa, but at least in Montreal, I think there's one spot over here that it's, like, outdoor spa kind of thing. Um, and I think they're open over the winter right now, not because restrictions, but, um, yeah, that's also something pretty cool, uh, pretty cool to do is do the hot springs or, you know, a hot tub. If you're like out in the country, uh, if you're staying in a place that has a hot tub, just enjoy the hot tub, like in the middle of the winter. Exactly. Um, actually, so the closest one to Ottawa I found out is in, um, Chelsea, Quebec. So 10 minutes North of Ottawa, it's, uh, there's an indoor and outdoor um, spa. So it's pretty cool. It looks like I definitely that's on my list. Need to go as soon as possible. Yeah, that's like, the, yeah. So like there's just so many, uh, there's many things, but I think it's like giving it a try. Uh, of course, like, you know what? Like I'm not telling you like all of these activities will make you love winter because no, that's, <laughs> that's not the reality of it but it will make winter more enjoyable uh, like if you like put yourself completely out there to enjoy it and uh, you know some of those things are like pretty cute like who wouldn't like going skating with like their friends or your significant other and then just skate while having a nice uh a nice view of like buildings or like a nice view of, of the river you know just i think some of the the winter things can be very 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 uh cute and nice moments and they make also for very funny moments yep i agree and i mean falling in the snow is always fun unless you hurt yourself really bad (laughs) (laughs) yes but no absolutely there's actually so many things in the winter i think i'm just shy about being outdoors in the winter but i guess with that in the inside of your house or you know inside of your friend's house wherever it is what are some indoor activities that you like to do in the winter under this? Uh, what I like doing is one of them is baking, even though I haven't done it that much. Uh, you know, just baking some cookies or baking some bread or frying some churros. So uh, that's something that I really enjoy doing as well as, you know, it's like the perfect time to like just binge watch something on Netflix or whatever streaming platform you use. Um so doing that and yeah just usually i like having friends over during the winter just 
to get that extra warmth for the people. Uh, but those are some of the things that I really enjoy doing uh, during the winter or just like, you know, um, cozy up with my blanket and reading a book because why not? Absolutely. Yeah. I think one of my favorite things to do in the indoor, obviously all year round is gaming. I love gaming. I'm a big gamer. So uh, in the winter, more of reason not to get out of bed for me, you know, just turn up the Xbox or even on the computer, play some games. But then even like watching Netflix and stuff like I do enjoy that um, in the winter, especially I find it these days, like especially December, January, because it's so dark. Most of the, you know, most of the hours that you are like awake, like it, the sun rises around what, 7, 7.38, and it gets dark by 4.35. So after that, you know, after work, you make dinner and then what you do, it's super dark. So, you know, go and watch some shows. Or even, you know, me being a big Pokemon fan, still trying to play Pokemon Go in the winter. It's, let me go on a mini rant about that. So, obviously, Pokemon Go, you get more benefits, um, better things, obviously, if you walk, you know, whether it's to hatch your egg or catch some Pokemon. So, the other day, I went for a walk to catch some Pokemon, and literally, it was so cold. So, I have no idea how people play Pokemon Go in the cold. I mean, there are ways, other things that you can do, but... Where I live currently, the map hasn't been updated, so you can't really catch Pokemons out here. Um, I have to wait for the next update. Who knows how long that's going to take? They don't update it all very often. So you, for me to like, you know catch Pokemon, sometimes I literally have to go for a walk, even in minus 30s. I guess it's a good thing because it does get me on a walk, but I can't do it for long because literally after 10, 15 minutes of me walking and being on my phone, my hands are freezing because... I wear those gloves that you can that have like those touchscreen capabilities. Yes, and I, though obviously those aren't the best because they still have like holes and stuff, but those those get cold. So honestly, sometimes it's not worth it. But obviously, I'm still addicted to it. <laughs> well, maybe you know, maybe you just need to buy better winter gear for games. I mean, you're not wrong. Uh, my jacket is actually really nice. I do like my jacket. My gloves are okay. My toque is good, but I think I need like more long sleeve shirts but the problem with that is i don't like wearing long sleeve things because it's not freeing so most of the time i'll have like short sleeves and then like two or three layers after that whatever makes it work you know i think it's like that time that layers are upon each other i refuse to wear layers as pants i can't it's too constricting uh but i'm all about like layers on top but yeah, it's that season that sometimes you have to wear two pair of socks in order to keep your feet warm. Absolutely. So, I mean, so do you not wear like thermals or long, like long johns? It depends the type of thermal that it is. Uh, so I try to wear like, I'm more into like, you know, the thinner type of thermal uh, nowadays just because it's less constricting because also I wear like pretty, like I do use uh, skinny jeans. So, you know, like if you wear a thick thermal, you cannot really put your skinny jeans on. Mm -hmm. um still want to look cute during the winter months uh but yeah no like i use like like down like for my pants i like will use only one like on like underneath layer but like on top like you know like i have like a shirt and then a long sleeve and then a sweater and then my winter jacket plus a scarf so there's more layers on top that there are on my pants oh yeah scarves are things that i never got into like i do like the idea of it because it helps your like you know neck and like chin area 
but I never got into the habit of wearing scarves. But I think that's something that I do need to add because I've noticed like most of the time when I'm bundled up, I'm pretty warm. The only place that's really cold is like my face or my neck area. Um, obviously because I don't wear scarves, but other than that, I think for the most part, I do a pretty good, I've learned to, I've evolved, I guess, <laughs> in Canada. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You, you just, you know, the tricks now, but yeah, no, and also Bershine, you're on the East coast now. So you have to learn how to wear a scarf because it is the fashion of the East coast. True, true. Uh, you're not wrong. And I think I've got, that's a funny thing because I've got more scarves as gifts out here as well. Yeah, so I think it's time to start pulling off the scarf game. Absolutely. So Andreas, you know, we've talked about lots of things to do in the winter. Before we sign up for today's episode, name me one thing you don't like about the winter. Um, I'm not going to say my, because for me, I don't like anything about winter. <laughs> but you're the winter person. So what's one thing that you really don't like about the winter? Uh, one thing that I really don't like, I would say what really bugs me about the winter, it's, um, I would say it's the sunlight, like how much sun we get, because, you know, um, after 4.35, then there's no sun and it's just like, okay, it's like, you know, like it really does set you up to like, just be like lazy or it sets you up to like just staying indoors. So I would say, um, um, I would say that's one of the things I really um, really don't like about winter is the amount of sunlight uh, an extra one will be driving in the winter especially when like the city doesn't do like a proper job of or like of like cleaning streets and things like that because it can't um, some people just think they can continue driving like if it was summer but no uh, um, so I would say winter driving um, it is uh, when the streets are not clean or anything, I will try to avoid uh, driving in the winter because it's like I could be driving the safest, uh, but, you know, there's people out there that don't or they don't have winter tires, which makes it very dangerous. So those are the two things I hate about winter. Well, glad to hear that even someone who's a big winter fan doesn't like some things about the winter. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's always like there's something, but I'm just like, you know, when it comes to sunlight, it's just like, you know, it is what it is. Um, so I do my best that I can during when there's light and enjoy that. And, and then when sun goes down, um, try to enjoy myself like in my apartment and try to do something nice inside um, in order to like enjoy it because I know that's gonna be gonna be the vibe. <laughs> so trying to make the best out of the winter. No, um, yeah, that's actually really, I guess that's a thing, that's a lesson that I've taken away and hopefully the listeners also have taken away is that you just got to find things to do. Um, you know, obviously you can moan and complain all you want, but at the end of the day, you have to live through it. So might as well find the things that, that you like and enjoy instead of being grumpy all the time, right? That's that's the best way to go about it. So yeah, Rishan, get your skates and go down to the Rizal Canal. That's the, your main takeaway from today. Absolutely. I'm excited for it and I will. <laughs> Lovely. So with that, Andres, um, I know it's still really cold outside, but what are you looking forward to for the upcoming week? For the upcoming week, I am looking forward to going skating and uh, maybe going cross-country skiing. Don't know yet. 
Um, but I'm excited about that. And yeah, not not much else. There's you know, it's like January for me. It's like my meh month usually. So just getting through through getting through January and just um yeah, I'm just enjoying it as it comes. Maybe I'll go to Ottawa. I don't know. How about Maybe. you, Shank? <laughs> well, it's funny you mentioned that because this upcoming week obviously um is my birthday the 28th of friday obviously you know for me i really haven't done too many crazy things on my birthday after like university it's been mostly low-key and chill but i think that's just the way i like things these days but yeah so we'll be celebrating my birthday hopefully you can come down as well um agrima will be flying into ottawa for the Pretty much the whole month of February, so it'll be exciting to have her here. She can experience Ottawa winter. And then my brother will be here as well. His birthday was actually last um, Tuesday on the 18th, so he'll be coming back. Um, and then just enjoying that. And then, you know, what else? Like you, like we mentioned earlier, maybe I'll find skates or stuff so I can go skating in the canal. Yeah, that's on that, man. You gotta, you gotta live it up absolutely so you know gotta enjoy winter in any way i can true that so Brishing, where can our listeners find us and reach us out so like always if you have any comments concerns questions or crybaby stuff you can reach out to us at the two average brown rose instagram page or twitter page um i think we need to do a little bit better job of checking out twitter um, i know we don't post on there too much but the best way to get we reach out to us is definitely Instagram DMs, whether it's the page, the podcast page, or our individual pages. You know, just reach out to us and you know, hit us up. Let us know what you do in the winter, whether you like winter, whether you don't like winter, anything, you know, tips, or even if you want to rant to us about winter, let us know. We'll be happy to listen to it. Absolutely, Brishan will listen to your rant about winter and kill John doing that I agree. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, just get, let us know. And as Rishang said, as we're getting closer to our let us know what you want us want us to cover. Heading like as we lead to the big day. Um, but other than that, enjoy yourself, keep safe, and we'll catch you up next week with a fresh episode of the Two Hours Travel Talk. Bye. See ya.